why I'm not voting for President Trump. To be fair, I'm not voting for Biden either. I voted for President Trump in 2016, and I want to list a few reasons why I'm not voting for him this year, this up and coming election in 2020. The first reason is the Republican Party. I do not believe, and not just that I don't believe, the Republican Party freed the slaves. We do understand that. The Republican Party uh, mostly voted for the Civil Rights Act over the Democrat Party. And you would say, wow, the Republican Party had a history of helping black Americans. But since those days, since the 60s, since slavery, the Republican Party has not advocated anything to black America. Now, to Trump's credit, he does go out and advocate and, and attempt to court the black vote, but he's represented by a party that hasn't tried to court us or spoke to us in any kind of way in the last 20 to 30 years. And I'm going to get into more of that in a minute. Taxes. Taxes. President Trump ran, and when I voted for him, he ran on lowering taxes for all Americans. When I first started following the Republican Party back in the 90s and then up into the early 2000s, I remember they used to talk about a flat tax, making everyone's top rate, uh, making the top rate 10%, making the middle rate 10%, making the poor rate 10%. Today, the middle income and the lower income are paying more than the people at the top. Jeff Bezos ain't paying nothing. Now, to Trump's credit, again, when he uh, created his tax plan, he did attempt to lower taxes significantly on the middle class. Matter of fact, I want to say that he wanted his effective rate to be fifth, our effective rate to be 10%. I, I believe it was, uh, is what he advocated for. However, again, this is a prime example of why, uh, of, of why my first point was the Republican Party. The Republican Party against Trump did not want to lower taxes on the middle class. Y'all go back and look this up. I'm not, see, I'm not one of them liberals. I'm not liberal. I'm not just, oh, facts, I'm crying and emotional. I'm giving you factual points on why I'm not voting for President Trump. I have never even heard any factual criticism of the president ever. It's always emotional. Always talking about racism. I'm going to give you point by point. So taxes, right? He did not lower taxes on the middle class or the poor. It was like very minor, whereas for the rich, they got a huge cut, right? I want to say they, they dropped down to 25% of corporations, but nothing for us, nothing for the middle class, almost nothing for the poor class, right? And so and now, like I said, to his credit, he did want to do it, but his party didn't. But he is represented by that party. He is the president of the United States, but the leader of that party at this time, welfare. Currently under this administration, and just like every other administration to ever be in the history of this country, it is capitalism for the poor and socialism for the rich. President Trump ran saying that he was going to be the president of the silent majority. Come on, somebody. The forgotten man. Well, the forgotten man is has to work every single day. Hard work doesn't get a dime. Y'all sent him twelve hundred dollars and y'all sent the corporations billions, billions of dollars, right? I, I, I was just, uh, I just did an article in the Associated Press. I was just featured in an article where, where I said that if you gave me a hundred million dollars, I would create all these uh, amounts of jobs too, because the argument from the Republican party and from Trump's side is that, well, we gave the airline companies, we gave the cruise line, we gave the farming industry all this money because there's quote unquote job creators. But if you gave me a billion dollars, how many jobs y'all think I can create? If you gave the individual person who's going to comment on this video who's so pro-Trump and don't want to hear no criticism of him, if you gave you a hundred million dollars, how many jobs you would create? Do you think you create more jobs than Spirit Airlines? I think I would, right? And one of the stipulations was, give, look, look at this, one of the stipulations was that they wouldn't fire their people. Now, they couldn't make them not fire their people forever, right? 
So they gave them interest-free loans, and, uh, 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 subsidies, tax havens. My, my point of where I'm going with this is that the Republican Party always claims, especially when it comes down to black America, that they are against welfare, right? But they give you a little $600 a month. What is it? $600 a month for welfare, $500 a month. But then they give these corporations billions, right? But yet they don't call it welfare. I know it's welfare. Ron Paul called it welfare. And Rand Paul, his son, used to call it welfare too when he had any balls, right? And so did Ted Cruz too. This is welfare that they're giving to the rich, right? And this money is coming out of your pocket. It comes, it's your money. It's coming out of your pocket. Ice Cube is right when he said that, well, 13% of that money should have went to black people in the head if you're going to give out a, 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 a one trillion to corporations, right? So, so welfare. Now, I hope I hammered that down, that under this administration, just like every other administration, they bail out Wall Street where they leave Main Street alone. That's what, that's what uh, President Obama said, and they didn't help us. President Trump uh, ran on uh, ending these endless wars, yet we are still at war in Iraq. We are still at war in Syria. We are, I'm sorry, we still have American troops in Iraq. We still have American troops in Syria, in Yemen, in uh, Libya, in uh, um, Afghanistan, right? And I, and I don't blame President Trump for that because President Obama was way worse as far as a, a warmonger. But I do blame him. He said he was going to drain the, drain the swamp. And he hires John Bolton, who is a known warmonger, who is a known one of these people who, uh, uh, as, as your national security advisor, who was uh, under the Bush administration, who put us in many of these wars, right? Uh, also, I want to say this. President Trump, when he ran, he said that, and I'm just telling you why I'm not voting for him this 2020. I'm giving my list of criticisms. And this ain't no, this ain't no feelings. These are facts, right? You go look up everything I'm saying. These are facts. President Trump, when he ran he said, uh, in 2016, he said that he wanted to take us out of endless wars. And he said that he can never understand why America always intervenes in other people's affairs when we have problems at home, things here to fix ourselves. Right? Correct, Mr. President? However, what did you do? You tried to intervene in Venezuela in a duly elected president, right? And you tried to intervene where else? Oh, in, in Iran, in Iraq. And they killed uh, uh, General Somali. Said, oh, he was a terrorist and all that. No, he wasn't a terrorist. He was in Iraq. And what was he doing in Iraq? Y'all want me to say it? I might get in trouble if I say it. He was over there galvanizing the people, trying to get the companies, the American corporations, ExxonMobil, Chevron, Hilton, out of Iraq. He's from Iran. He went to Iraq to try to galvanize the people so they can take back their land from being exploited by American corporations. I don't have time to go into that. Let me get back on my next point for about President Trump. So the military interventions, it's ridiculous. He, he like I said, President Trump is nowhere near as bad as Biden on that or Obama or the Democrats, but or the Republican Party as a whole, because the Republican Party is all about military intervention. Pro-life. You hear conservatives, you hear Republicans, and you even hear Trump himself saying, I'm pro-life. Let, let them live. Let them live. Right. Um, they always talk about how they want to hear how they want this. You know, they're pro-life. And, and I believe they. Um, basis off of trying to say that they're Christians and they, they, they try to make it seem like the Democrats are the devil, which they are. But I'm going to prove to you that the Republicans are also the devil, the Republican Party. Yes, it is the devil. It is not following God and you do not have no monopoly over God. You try to make it seem like you're a Christian. And I'm a, I'm ashamed as a pastor and as a and as I've been a Christian my whole life and I follow God my whole life that I ever even believed that the Republican Party would stand for Christ over their own policy. But really, if Christ came back as a liberal, they 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 crucify him right come on somebody y'all don't hear me preaching so the reason why i'm going into this real quick pro-life but yet when the black teens are shot and killed when the black kids are killed 
they uh, thou shall not murder as the scripture says they side with the murderer of the team if it's the police yet instead of siding with the victim you can look at cases like eric garner in new york when he was just selling cigarettes on the side of the corner and he was choked to death you didn't see one christian pastor you didn't see none of the christian conservatives say let me pray for him and his family let me donate to his kids that was left instead they donated to the police officer who murdered him thou shall not murder it wasn't self-defense for you to keep choking somebody. It's called murder, right? But you want to claim that you somehow have a monopoly over God, that you're a Christian conservative, you hypocrite, you brood of viper, right? Okay, well, we'll get into that in a minute. And then my last point of why I'm not voting for President Trump this 2020 is because of his stance on law enforcement. I hope I hit everything. I think it is now undoubtedly clear that first, I like to say this. I voted for him in 20, 2016, and to, to Trump's credit, he was pro-law enforcement then too. So, Leo, what changed for you? What changed, what I wanted to do was give him a chance to be president of these United States, meaning president of black, white, brown, president of everybody. And now as president, you've resided over several controversy, controversial police shootings on tape, on video. It's no more that, see, you know, the white conservative, oh, it happens to whites just as much as to black. Have you just seen this year alone? Do you know I can literally post this year alone videos of at least 100 incidents, incidences, maybe a lot more just within the last three or four months. Now, we know it's an election year and it's, you know, some of that is, you know, is conjure. But the principle of it is that you're standing on the side of that agency when one of the core principles of conservatism is limited government oversight. So you're standing and advocating for the police deep state. And you're only advocating for this because they're not in your communities yet. But you mark my words, whether Trump gets elected or Biden, they're going to come to your community. And then you're going to be looking to the black man to have your back. And we're going to be turning the other cheek because you was not there for me. When they were throwing and slamming me on the ground, we're going to see that happen to you when the coronavirus uh, 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 vaccine comes. It's going to happen to you too, white conservative, and I can't wait for the day. You best believe I really can. Honestly, I can't because the chickens always come home to roost. What goes around always comes around. As the scripture says, he who leadeth it this... He who leadeth into captivity will be led into captivity. Leo, you're evil and hatred. No, I'm just speaking truth. I'm just speaking truth because I wish you had the heart of God, the heart of Christ, the heart of love, the heart of grace, and the heart of mercy. When you see this racist, prejudiced police institution over and over and over and over again, shooting unarmed black men, and you're supposed to stand for limited government regulations and oversight. You should be the first one out there to stand for the people, for the citizen first. Then the cop, you should be saying, well, wait, you should be saying first put the cop in jail. And then if he's proven it, uh, uh, unguilty, uh, innocent, then take the cop out. That's what you should be saying. That would be really, truly stand for limited government oversight. But instead, you immediately condemn the citizen because you follow in the Brandon Tatum types, the Coon types, right? Who just willing to put their people down for no reason whatsoever, but never give us any prayer. That's all right. I'm going somewhere because I don't feel like going to that. So did I get every point on the police? Because I really wanted to hit that hard. On the police because you, you that that's very hypocritical of us on that oh uh, yeah because what, what would people say some people will say oh there's more white people uh killed by the police or shot by the police than black but on proportion proportion mean averages do your math more black people are killed i think that's the last thing that i do want to say i do want to say this this is what i want to say president trump without question in my lifetime 
has done more advocating for black America than any president ever. Definitely in my lifetime. And if I and, and I and I think he's right to compare himself to Abraham Lincoln, because since Abraham Lincoln, President Trump has done more advocating for policies for black America than any other president in the history of this country, probably except Abraham Lincoln. That's a fact. Right. Urban revitalization, criminal justice reform. Right. He goes all over and over, his new platinum plan. He's always putting something specifically towards for black people. Right. But hold on. Right. It's one thing for you to put forth policy. Right. To help me have a better life here in America. But then it's another thing for you to turn around and support an organization who's taken my life here in America. Y'all don't hear me. So, see, as a white person, it, yeah, it might be OK for you to go ahead and vote for Trump. I'm telling you, as a black man, I can't stand and vote for somebody that's got the endorsement of almost every racist police department here in America. You done lost your freaking mind because that tells me right there that they believe that they believe that um, whether you are or not, they believe you're prejudiced. So Trump himself may be a good man, maybe he isn't. But ultimately, my faith does not allow me to devote myself to a man. Y'all know I've been preaching about this and talking about this for the last few weeks, that voting is devotion. And, and, a, and a synonym for devotion is worship. So voting is idol worship. So for you, to, for you to vote for someone is for you to devote yourself to someone, for you to believe that that someone, that person can change your life. And I don't believe anything or any man has that power over me but God. Leviticus 26 and 1, ye shall make no idols nor graven images, neither rear up a standing image, neither shall ye set up any image of stone in your land to bow down to, for I am the Lord your God. Exodus 20, 22. And the Lord said unto Moses, thus shall say unto the children of Israel, ye have seen that I have talked with you from heaven. Ye shall not make me golds of silver, neither shall you make unto yourself golds of God. So what he is saying is you shall not make unto yourself go, uh, gods of the Democrat Party. Neither shall you make unto yourself gods of the Republican Party. I know what I'm talking about. I, I, I was a Democrat. I was a successful Democrat, right? People keep talking all this smack to me, saying that I got, you know, released from the Republican Party or and I was released from the Democrat. What are you talking about? I was a vice president of the Young Democrats. I was a, a con I was running for Congress as a Republican endorsed by the president. So I, I, I didn't leave none of these parties. The parties left me. I'm the only person standing for the values, not them, <laughs> right? And I, and I just laid it out for you right here, right now. So... Trust me, uh, standing with these parties is idol worship, um, without question. The Republican Party and the Democrat Party change their platforms and don't stand for the same things that they have always stood for at the very uh, founding of their parties. The Republicans are supposed to be, as I mentioned in this video, for limited government oversight, yet they're out supporting um, the police state of black neighborhoods. The Democrat Party are supposed to be for is supposed to be for the people. Yet at every chance they get, they bail out Wall Street and Main Street. A good man brings good things out. Matthew 12, 35 to 37. A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in him in him. And an evil man brings out evil things out of the evil things stored up in him. Ooh, this is good. But I tell you that everyone will have to give account on the day of judgment for every empty word they have spoken. For by your words, you will be acquitted. And by your words, you will be condemned. So the question is, 
Who words will you stand on? Will you stand on the words of God? Or will you stand on the words of men? Who words will you live by? In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, if you're viewing this video on YouTube, please like, subscribe, and share. If you're viewing it on Facebook, please like, follow, and share. May God bless you. May Yah bless you so that you may be a blessing to others. Shalom.